Here we are. That's right. The Hot Box Podcast. My name is DJ E-Rock Box Kev. To the right of me. How you doing, sir? I'm here, man. Yeah, you're we here. We made it. The you're hot, here. Like, you're not box traveling. Is back. Well, yes, the hot box yeah. is back. You're not traveling. I'm not traveling Welcome home. right now, uh, but I will be again, very much so. But uh, I mean, know. what does your travel schedule like? You know, look like right now? Honestly, it's 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 ridiculous. I'm literally on the road every week through the end of June, and that's only and that's only what I know so far. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's like worse than mine. It is. I moved here so I didn't have to travel. It is. I know. I know. You know, but yeah. that's yeah. I, I mean, I know what that feels like living in a suitcase out of the suitcase yeah but i the the good thing is is that like i have officially like mastered how to pack because before i would okay o- I feel like i would overpack master packer master packer there he pause, is major pause. <laughs> you fucker you set me up for that you uh, set yourself up well, for that I, yeah but you knew what you were doing but nah i i uh i used to like really like overpack and obsess about the night before like getting everything laid out and making sure you just overpack I, huh Man, I used to put more in my suitcases than necessary. Like, let's fucking word it that way, all right? Oh, but now I got this shit down to a system. I can literally okay. wake up the morning of my flight, you know, get showered, get packed, and be out the door like an hour before my flight. And st- pack I'm is a sorry. fucking normal word. Jesus I'm Christ. I'm sorry, bro. yo, bro. Dog, and man. Got me using the JC word during the Holy Week. I apologize. Oh, man. I'm sorry, man. Yo, you killed me with that. Anyways. <laughs> yo, you, yo you, you, you said that, yo, you've learned how to be like the master packer. And I was a, like. A more efficient packer. What other word do you want to use? How do you? I don't know, man. I'm what, do, what, right do, now. what do people say when they got to go oh, on vacation? Man, like, I, I got to pack. I got to do like, there's no other word for it. I have to strategically <laughs> place clothes and items inside my suitcase. No, there you go. There you go. That, that That's how you explain. That's it. so wordy. I packed. <laughs> Get out of here. What'd you do? What do you do when you move? Uh, I pack. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking I, packer. I pack boxes. <laughs> right, whatever, man. But yes, I'm, I'm here. Priority number one, the hot box. We are here. It is uh it's official. DJ E Rock Box Kev. A lot of good things to come, man. I'm excited. We got we got some heat already. Yo, we got a lot of heat, man. We got Russ on the podcast That's gonna today. Good, That's man. gonna be good, man. Great conversation. Yo, Great we hair. talked about all <laughs> exactly. Great yo, hair. his hair is like Amazing. It's uh yeah, it's amazing, man. Yeah. I, I I wish I could have hair like Russ. Same. That's why I can that's why I Let can that blow in the it. wind real quick, man. You probably won't ever catch a podcast where E-Rock or I don't have hats on. We both do have hair and like nice, healthy heads of hair, hair, but, you know, but, but like not, not Russ hair. Yeah. Russ Russ has hair. There's levels. He's like the old spice guy. Right. He's killing it. Yeah. He's killing it. it. So yeah, he's on the show. Um, you know, great conversation. Got to talk about a lot of things, man. He actually dropped some gems, which is going to be really amazing to listen to. Uh, that's coming up and, uh, man. Yeah. So, um, we went out the other day. The other day? Well, the other, yeah. It went like, into no, the day. It, yeah. I mean, we went out. We went to go see Miguel. That's right. Good homie. friend of yours. That's, that's family right that's there. That's the first time I actually seen Miguel perform live. What, what was your takeaway? He sounds exactly. Exactly. How he sounds. Exactly how he sounds. On every single record I have Facts. ever heard him on. Dude is literally one of the most talented, and this isn't coming from a biased standpoint because you're, you're kind of neutral on this. The dude's vocal is crazy i'm not neutral on it at all it's crazy you know what i'm saying but like people would say that i'm like you know i'm biased or whatever because he's cause your boy friends. right yeah but dude is extremely talented his his vocal game and he takes it way serious 
and everybody that I've ever talked to who's who's gone and seen him perform live. And mind you, he did this at a club. This wasn't like a full, you know, performance where he's doing an arena where he has his no band, band and he's he's doing, you know, tons of sound checks and make, tweaking everything. You know, he's got a live mixer there. This was in the club. Give me a mic. I will rock this shit. And you were going to think that you were listening to the record. And he sure did. Burnt it down. It was probably one of the best. I'd say probably top three performances i've seen in a las vegas nightclub killed it since i've been working here killed it he destroyed it man but let's talk about like how the night went though oh, before God. he got on stage right we yeah. walked in we got a table shout yeah. out to kareem from amazon big he was with us kareem, man. um who else kaz larry um, grant big larry, shout out to larry grant, grant was, was with us. us that was uh you know that was a surprise man former 49er you know yes, what i mean sir. i even asked you i was like yo you know that is right uh, yeah bang yeah, bang like, yo, check the helmet um, right there hello well, i'm right. a I gotta get die hard 49er I am fan. right there <laughs> we had a lot to drink yeah yeah a lot to drink and um we ended up going places yeah I, I, yeah I, you know i'm <laughs> this is the thing man you've been doing this vegas nightlife thing for a while so your your immune system your internal clock is programmed to act a little bit differently than mine is i partied in the bay area last call in the bay area 130 if you're 150. if you're lucky lights on last call 115 you're out the club probably by 130 you're at denny's or ihop by 145 you're home probably by like 233 o'clock yeah vegas the, some people no. don't even show up to the club till 233 o'clock and we didn't show up to we went to a strip club Shout out Peppermint Hippo. Big shout out to Peppermint Hippo. Again, they took care of us. Like they they did. They just they, opened. They did. They just opened. It's a new. It's like it's, it's brand new. It's the it's the sister of no. It's no, not no. It's it, it's Peppermint Hippo. So it's just its own. thing. It's its own thing. Oh. They have like I want to say they have like ten strip clubs around the country right now. No shit. And they're expanding. They're actually doing more strip clubs. It was dope inside. I like when you walk in. There was a big giant like ceramic hippo. Like yeah, which it, I, it's it's insane. It's I like, wanted to jump on and take a picture. You I felt like I might have got tackled by security <laughs> had I done that. Would you have packed the hippo? Get the fuck out of here. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a hey, I'm just saying, man. Pack a hippo. I'm just saying. All right. So, yo, yeah, the hippo, the little, uh, it's not even little. No, it's, it's, it's big, like huge. It's the size of this table, probably. It's like a life size hippo. Yeah. But it was like. It's a, got its own Instagram profile. No shit. Yes. Oh, we might have to tag that. We'll edit that in there and put it's that. It's got its own Instagram That's profile. Tight. So, you got to follow it. It's, uh, I want to say it's Peppermint Hippo 702. Okay. And if you, you can actually converse with it, which is really crazy. No shit. Yes. Oh, well, then I'm going to ask it. it if it's cool if I take a picture next time. Absolutely. Hey, if you do that right now on Instagram, yep. it will comment back to you. I'm going to do that. It we'll have, we'll have an update on that. All right. So we went to Peppermint Hippo. We, uh, you know, what else do you do in strip clubs? We hung out. We drank. We more. know what we didn't do at the strip club that what I normally do? do at strip clubs because I'm not a big strip club uh, person. I like to eat and we didn't try any of the food. Uh, you know what? They have a crazy food truck that, outside. That's oh, what I heard. Oh, really? You can actually have the waitress go get you wings outside. And See? I heard the wings are crazy. See? See? So, so next time we got to try the food. 100%. Because that's really what I would go for. Hey, man, I, I, I go to strip clubs for just the wings. Honestly, though, I will say this. And a lot of people in, in different markets like, you know, Houston, Atlanta, even New York now, a strip club isn't really a strip club anymore. It's more of just like a the, they throw it, party. It's an the after party. Like yeah. after the club, everybody goes. You listen to the same music that you there's just heard DJ. at the club. Right. It, it, you know, and obviously there's that element of, you know, the ladies of the night hanging out and doing their thing as well. But I mean, in terms of just going there to just hang out, like it's there's more women there probably 
or just as many women there hanging out with guys where Facts. a traditional strip club, you know, that we probably grew up sneaking into when we were younger on Broadway in the city. Oh, man. Those, those were just, you know, <laughs> scumbag guys going there and spending their paychecks on Before uh, the tech on, world in San Francisco, too. Right, you know? exactly. Way before. Um, but, yo, let's talk about this, though, man. Throughout the whole entire night, you kept on, you know, you, you had a lot to drink. I had a lot to drink. I and did. you kept on I throwing did. an elbow at me going, yo, bro, let's go to Dre's. Yeah, I wanted to go to Dre's. Yo, bro, let's go to Dre's. I want to do after hours, yeah. But then we go to Dre's. We sit down. We get a table. Yeah. And you leave five minutes in. Literally, probably five You literally in. snuck out. Well, Actually, no, you didn't even snuck out. You said, yo, thank you. <laughs> We made it. We're out. I was like, no, you're out. No, and I was no, like, no. what the fuck? That's actually not what I said to you. But I said, but let's rewind. Because first of all, when we left light, yeah, it was probably like 3.30 or so. I said, let's go to Dre's then. Because mm -hmm. again, I'm not a big strip club guy. And I'm not just saying that just to you know, try to get points with the women. I'm just not big on it. It's just not really my thing. But I was like, let's go to Dre's then. So then we burned probably like another hour and a half of my five-hour energy, which I took. <sighs> get out of here. Which Those I paid. like two hours, I paid bro. $20 for a five-hour energy, too, by the way. That was just supply and demand. And you waited 15 minutes in line for that. Catching me in the, the heat of the moment. But anyways, so, you know, my five-hour energy was starting to wear off, but I was like, I'm going to soldier through. We went to the, the hippo. Then by the time we get to... So we get to Dre's. It's like five thirty in the it morning. It is not five thirty in the morning, bro. I could I could literally show you the text message. It was like five thirty in the morning. Like I might have texted you at five thirty in the morning to let you know, like, yo, it's crazy right now. Yeah, and so we get there, and it was it was popping. Don't get me wrong, it's Dre's. It's after hours. There was a line at five in the morning, and you know we we got in. Big shout out to Cream again. You know we got the table. We had we had, you know it was it was lit, but. I was out of it. I had nothing. Again, remember, <laughs> I am not programmed or built to do this. I've gone out more times with you in Vegas in the last couple months than I've done in the last 10 years, probably. So, well, I, you, you know, you I got better, uh, I got to train. Get used to yeah, it. I got to train. Summer is coming. You know, I'm, 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 I'm ready. So, but I didn't tell you that I was leaving. I just said, where's the bathroom? Yeah. And then you were like, it's over there. You're leaving, aren't you? And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just going to the bathroom. And then I for sure went right to the Uber line. Yeah, you definitely backdoor boogied, <laughs> man. So Irish goodbye, man. I am notorious for it, and everybody knows oh it. Oh, my God, man. Now Box you see me people. But he does know how to pack. So, you know. Get the fuck. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know All I'm right, fine. Shit. But the money makes me handsomer Walk around smelling like a come up in the answer for her problems But I'm not him, I don't mind it though You don't like me how you think you do, I like it though I know I'm fine Guy is like family to me, yo Russ Man, how you feeling my brother, man? It's been a minute Yeah, can't complain, man, living the dream Oh my god, yo, you are definitely living the dream, man Let's call it out right now, man, handsomer with Caitlyn. How did that record come together, man? This, the story that I'm hearing is insane, but I'm going to let you tell it. How did that come together? Yeah, it was really organic, man. It's about as organic as it gets, to be honest. I uh, I made the song and then just put up an open verse challenge on TikTok for just artists to, you know, rap over and do their own thing to it. And Caitlyn was one of them, and she killed it. And, uh, you know, she got, the people's, she got the people's vote. She got the people behind her as well, so... It was a no-brainer for me. I mean, it's crazy, though, how you literally put this record on TikTok with an open verse on it. Caitlin hops on it. And then you were just so excited about it that you put this record out. And then where, where did it land on Billboard? 40. Wow, that's insane right there. I mean, have you had yeah. talks about, like, signing Caitlin or her being, like, one of your artists or anything? Or 
Yeah, we've definitely uh, we've definitely engaged in conversations about future uh, endeavors. <laughs> um, yes, sir. Let's see. I read earlier that you don't trust most record labels. I read that in Rolling Stone. Great read, by the way. You know, um, tell us more about why it's so important to you that you, you know, rep that independent artist lane. Um, because I, I truly believe it is the right lane to be in. You know, I feel like artists need to at least know that that possibility is there. And I'm just sort of trying to demystify all the smoke and mirrors um, of, you know, what goes into being an independent artist and the possibilities. And you are fully independent for the record, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's why, like, every win for me is just so big for every other artist and every up-and-coming artist for the, you know, who's thinking about either leaving the label and going independent or just remaining independent um, because it's important to show that you can have major success on an independent level, you know, independence is the future. Like at the end of the day, I don't think that people like the amount of artists that are going to sign to record labels, I don't think is going to increase. I think it's going to go down. I mean, obviously with opportunities like, you know, Spotify and Apple music and being able to upload direct to your customer, you know, though that, that, you know, that dream definitely becomes more in reach. Would you agree? Yeah, independent to me is just the way you can come and go as you please, do what you want, drop when you want, drop as often as you want. You know, it's like, for example, right, if I was on a label and I had just put out like a full length project, like a Chomp 2, even though like to me it was a mixtape, you know, because it was just like it wasn't there was no commercial intent behind it. But, um, you know, had I done that with a label, they wouldn't have let me drop something you know, a month and a half later, True. you know, yeah, yeah labels, want to, labels want to like drop something and then spend the next six months to the year working it and, you know, trying to milk it for everything it's worth. But, you know, I, I move really fast and I move on quick and uh, sometimes that's not great, but it also is what has gotten me a lot of my successes. I feel of like there's that. a lot of magic to that though. You know, when, when you're able to just like capture the moment and seize it, like right then and there and just like literally like put your foot on the energy. All right, this is it. And we going yeah. like there's so much magic in that. You know what I mean? It's important to move off that enthusiasm, you know, like it's what you're talking about, like that energy of just being so excited about the song right now. It's like, yeah, put it out right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what Handsomer was, you know, Handsomer I had made. I made it on Christmas this is the wow. day I made it. Yeah. And I put it out, you know, February 4th. I put out an R&B song first, top of the year, remember, and then uh, I did Handsome, and that was that. There it is. There it is. Uh, your stat sheet is super incredible. I remember before the pandemic, man, I remember reading something online that you had sold out uh, what used to be called Staples Center, now known as Crypto.com Arena. Weird name, by the way. Um, I know that you sold it. You can't, especially, be, I mean, especially for you, you've got such an amazing story that you sold it out twice two nights in a row no no, no. i just sold out staples center one night in a row. i thought it was but two nights still, in a row no, that would be incredible but it's still incredible. i think that's gonna happen yeah. i mean still selling it out is incredible <laughs> yeah. but like you know um i mean with that being said you know do we have any updates like you know on whether you're going to be hitting the road in the same fashion as you did before the pandemic 
Yeah, so I got a tour coming up uh, April 28th or 29th. Um, and it's it's going to be uh, – I, I just have a feeling it's going to be the best one yet. I'm not just saying that. It's, it's a special time to, to tour during the summer, right? Put it like this. I haven't toured these markets that I'm touring this year, like LA's, like the big, big markets. Mm-hmm. I haven't toured those markets in the summertime since my debut album. But it was – the smaller markets, it was, uh, you know, Indi- Indianapolis and, and you know, Oklahoma City, markets like that, which I love. But, yeah, I haven't, like, you know, done the, uh, you know, L.A.'s and New York's and Atlanta's and all that in the summertime. The Bay Area. Bay Area in five years. So, wow. you know, I'm doing, I'm doing Hollywood Bowl, which is bigger than Staples. Staples, you know, when you put a stage on the court, it's like 13,000 capacity. Hollywood Bowl 17. That's yeah. lovely, man. I love I, I love seeing it. I'm here for it all. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So it's fun. You know, I, I, I was peeking on Instagram and I follow you. Obviously, like, you know, we've been friends for, for a little bit. And, um, you know, you drop a lot of gems on Instagram. And, and these gems, I, I, I value more than anything. Sometimes when I'm up, like, drinking coffee and I, I see one of them posts, it's like, all right, yo, I know that Russ is going to have some dope shit he's going to say. Now, you recently posted about how patience equals faith. Why is it so yeah. important to understand that? This is a recent post, too. Yeah, well, this is like a recent epiphany. Um, because <laughs> it's more than a post. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's great that you share that, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, nah, it was I, – I, when I figure something out, I want to share it with the world because I'm like, do y'all know this? Because like, this might help y'all because this just helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, patience is faith because um, – you know, when you're in a rush and when you're trying to speed things along and you're anxious about when things are going to happen for you, I feel like that's a fear-based emotion to be operating out of. And it's a very lack of faith place to be operating out of. Because when you have faith in the universe, and you have faith in the timing of everything, and you have faith in your own journey, you're patient because you know it's all going to happen when it's supposed to. And it's like, when I look at my career, you know, things got a little doubts started to creep in you know after best on earth kind of slowed down and then you know a year and a half two years passed where i felt like i didn't really have a song that did like damage damage you know i was like damn you know because i heard all the chatter and shit from the industry and behind the scenes and people being like nah russ commercially peaked it's over with and i was like damn fuck them i don't think they're right but after a minute it's like even the most confident person can start to wonder so handsomer coming at this time and being you know potentially my biggest song ever it's like oh all right so there's no need to freak the fuck out and panic it's like just have patience just show up be persistent and let go you know what i mean that's the true sign of faith is letting go and then you know now that we're on the topic of instagram and some of the things that you post but you know one of the great things that i see you do is how you interact with your fans and how you're so like you know engaged with them you know you're very one-on-one and very personal with your fans what motivates you to be that way with like you know the people that support you i remember like sending like like letters to like my favorite basketball players and stuff like Mm -hmm. that hoping to get like a response so i can only imagine like how much that means to somebody that loves you you know more than anything especially like what you do so like but what like motivates you though to like really like you know give that you know that fan that experience i think artists have superiority complexes to be honest, I think artists, they get famous and they get successful and they actually genuinely think that people are below them. Like they genuinely, genuinely think they don't owe 
people um, just common decency and they think that, I don't know, they just think they're above them. And for me, it kind of doesn't make sense because without fans listening to my music, I'm just like in the basement trying mm -hmm. to get the people who I have. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, it's just like makes sense. It's not anything that I have to like try to do. It's just like, like it doesn't make any sense to me to not, you know? So I don't know. It's just just makes sense to me and I'm a personable guy. I like talking to people and I love talking to my fans because I get to like, just, we get to talk about, you know, anything and everything, but what better insight to get on your own career than talk with your fans. And it's fun. We get to talk about their favorite songs and yo, what did you think about this song? And like, I'll just go on, I'll hop on my discord and play them a bunch of unreleased shit and we'll talk about it. And you know, it's cool. It's like our That's own so little dope. community. It's cool. It's like having a bunch of friends with the same taste of music. It's tight. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, I got to drop a story post on my Instagram, you know, so I handed the question sheet over to some of my people that I deal okay. with, like on a regular, you know, I, are you good to answer a couple questions real quick? Come on. You know? Is it or has it been worth more than a Hermes purse? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, though. <laughs> hey, when is when is yours is priceless? You feel me? There it is. There it is. All right. Um, <laughs> Eddie Kid asks. I recently saw him post about Vallejo's La Russell, Bay, uh, Vallejo Bay Area based. How did he notice him? TikTok. TikTok. Word. Like, is there any artists to get on TikTok, man? Y'all are dinosaurs doing the whole, nah, I'm not going to get on TikTok. All right. Good luck trying to get your music discovered on Instagram and Twitter because that is dead. He artists also asked, would there be TikTok. like a Russ LaRussell, like, you know, collab in the future or something like that? Hell yeah. LaRussell's the first artist we signed to Diamond. Oh, wow. Bay Area in the building. Let's go. On, I love man. that. I yeah. love that. Love that. Uh, Drew Starks on IG asks, what is your favorite sneaker in the world and why? Oh, man. Jesus. Um, Jordan 4s are a staple. You can never go wrong with Jordan 4s. That's yeah. why I fuck with you, dog. That's <laughs> why I fuck with wrong. you. That's my shit right there, man. You can never go wrong with 4s. Um, I, really, I really like uh, Bape. I like what they've done. I like their designs a lot. I like mm -hmm. the shoes. Um, can't go wrong with the classic Air Force One, the white Air Force Ones. Do you know what I mean? For sure. I don't know. I like, uh, yeah. I got a lot of those in my closet. Air Force Ones, Bapes, Jordan 4s. Uh, I like Golden Blue shoes. But I feel like, man, the best shoe, it might be a Jordan 4. A Jordan 4, Jordan 1s. I love it. Which Jordan 4 would you say? Mine is the bread. Like, it's just the all-time classic. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's classic. Bread for you. I've got pairs on pairs on ice. Like, <laughs> I, I, got these I run crazy, through them. I got these crazy, uh, what are they, like the Levi ones, like the tan Levi fours that are yep. crazy. There was like a they three They kind of go with yeah. everything. Yeah. It was like the a hard. black one. There was a white one. And there was a like a, a really fire, like, blue denim one that was hot. Yeah, the blue denim one is crazy. I don't have that one. But, yeah, Jordan fours, man, for the W for sure. You're a huge NBA fanatic, or let's say, you know, you, you watch basketball. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite team? Um, My favorite team, I don't have a lot of favorite teams like that. I have favorite players. I love Chris Paul. I love Trey Young. I love Dame Lillard. Uh, I love uh, Kyrie Irving's game. I love Durant. I love Devin Booker's game. 
I love a lot of players, man. I could talk players all day. What okay. Whatever Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Dray Draymond Green. Thoughts? I love. I don't know. I mean, I get why they get hate because they're successful, but that's like such a unit right there. Yeah. You know, I got a lot of respect for that because it was also organically put together. They didn't, you know, go. They formed them from from literally mm -hmm. the ground up. Yeah, it's like they didn't curate some super team. It's like they really built that from the ground up. So I think that's dope. Who do, who do you have winning it all this year? I'm going with the Phoenix Suns. Oh, wow. Okay, there it is. You heard it right there. Russ yeah. wants the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to bet that Golden State takes it all the way. Jordan okay. 4 is a good bet. All right, Jordan 4, good bet. All right, my man Russ wants the Phoenix Suns to win. He wants Chris Paul to win a ring. Obviously, I'm a Bay Area born and bred dude, so I got to have my Golden State Warriors win another one. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's the bet right there. And I promise you, I swear to God, I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep up with this bet. I'm going to keep this bet. I'm a man of my word. Ladies and gentlemen, Russ on the show with us tonight. Yes, sir. Handsomer is out now. That's with Caitlin on the track as well. Uh, you can find him, Russ, on all platforms of social media. Russ, is there anything else you want people to know before we get out of here? Um, no, nah, I just appreciate all the support. It means a lot. I'm just riding the wave of this one, man. I love it. That's right, man. Patience is faith dude is a wealth of knowledge man How yo the guy he? just has i mean he's he's old enough to know better than me seriously that's it but yeah i mean patience is faith that was the biggest gem that he threw out there about like hey man let the universe work man like you know if, if you're confident in what you're doing it's gonna happen man big shout out to russ dude's energy is crazy man crazy he's, he's a man. beast i love that crazy crazy a lot of positive man. good things to take away from that yo speaking of positive man your your phone keeps on going off it seems like Berserk. you know I mean, we announced that we, we were announced. doing this podcast like not too long ago. We officially we officially launched uh, on because, you know, like a relationship. It's not official till it's Instagram <laughs> official. You know what I mean? It's like you could date a girl all you want. But until you post her on your Instagram, it's not. Yeah, really official. it's true. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Now people see they're like, yo, we, we are connected at the hip. hundred percent. So yeah, here we are. Man. Yeah, it's so Instagram official. Big shout out to everybody that's that's supported thus far. That's, you know, sent some love and. And positivity our way. Um, Anybody know. sliding your DMs yet? Nah, nah, I don't. You're I, the single one out of both of us. I am, but I'm not popping like that. I'm not. Bro. Nah, Come I'm not on. popping like that. Get out of it's here, man. It's dry. You're, you're box kept, It's dog. dry. It's real dry out here, just like the desert. Have you slid into anyone else's DMs? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I'm a respectable gentleman. Okay. You're wholesome. <laughs> I'm wholesome. You're wholesome. Ladies and I'm gentlemen, wholesome. Box Kev is a wholesome I'm a gentleman. Wholesome, I'm a wholesome gentleman. That does a podcast with no filter. No filter. And knows how to pack. God That's my guy it. right there. Hey, man, you set bring yourself it back. up. It's been, it's been like 20, 30 minutes. Hey, yo, we're, we, we, we have a podcast that we're going to do every week. It's going to drop it. every Tuesday. I get it. And you're going to be able to even like, you know, make jokes about me. Oh, I'm talking best believe. <laughs> you best are, are going to make jokes. Hey, come on. Like, yo, it's all good. And, you know, I might get mad. Nah, I, I, don't, I don't take jokes nah, lightly. Really? <laughs> Sometimes. Nah, nah, we, we I've almost here, actually fought some of my best friends over fucking jokes. Oh, really? Jokes. Nah. I don't. I mean, honestly, anything. I'm not saying we'll fight. I'm not no, saying. No, no, no. Honestly, like, anything goes. Like, the only thing that I, I've always been this way ever since I was a kid, literally, I just, anything like your mama, don't. I don't play that. Period. You get one shot with me. I'll warn you once. After that, you're gonna have a broken jaw. Period. Wait, with your mama? Like any any of your mama jokes? I don't. Yeah, I, don't I, I, I don't deal with that. I've never said. I've never said them to anybody. If anybody's ever said it to me, I give them the one time courtesy. Like, look, that I don't play. Like best friends, whatever. Yeah. After that, you say it again. 
broken jaw period no yeah, question i can't yeah I, I can't do the mother jokes man i can't yeah, do just those. some things you know just some things i think i can't bring in like anyone from the family kids and nothing like no that. you no, never no, talk that's about all kids. off limits man. it's like mafia you know what i mean like you, you know you don't touch you don't touch you, <laughs> it's like mafia you don't touch wives <laughs> you and you don't, don't touch kids. Out, man we're recording a, a podcast in vegas dog exactly so people it's can like relate mafia. it's i'm saying it's like by mafia mafia rules okay, in the old school where you know, whatever beef was going on between families, the rules of the family were you don't touch wives and you don't touch kids. That's Truth. off limits. So Truth. That that that. So still, people out there, Instagram, everybody. Yeah, man, we appreciate. Now the you support. know the rules. Yeah, and you and you know the rules, but yeah, we appreciate the support, everybody that's checked in so far. Every Tuesday, we're gonna drop a new episode for you. We got, I mean, we just got Russ. We got tons of people that that we got lined up. Uh, that we've were, got the Queen of Vegas, Melinda Shekels. She's gonna, gonna be, be on the show. That's gonna be dope. Uh, Guap Dead Four Thousand. Yo, that was an amazing conversation that I had. I wish you were there for that, man. The guy was yeah. incredible to talk to. He's man. a character for sure. Yo, I and, and and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> I asked him straight a teaser? up. No, no, I'll tell you this. I'll put okay. it out there. I asked him straight up. I was like, "Yo, man, welcome to Vegas. What's your favorite thing to do out here?" He said, "Well, it used to be identity theft." Oh shit! <laughs> I was like, "What?" Uh, yo, he, he's got some oh shit moments, yeah, man. So we got that character. conversation coming up. And then we have an unfiltered conversation with uh, DJ Vice. That's going to be crazy. Who's one of the biggest DJs to ever do what they've done, not only here in Vegas, but all around the country. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, we got a lot of exciting things that are going to be coming up. That's dope. And, and and speaking of DJs, and I hate to take this like in a in a, in a kind of dark and, and, and sad moment because we've been on such a high, but... Um, the industry, as as you know, um, lost a, a big pillar of the mm -hmm. community. Um, DJ buys one who's been uh, a factor uh, in this business for a very long time in in radio, in promotions, as a DJ, uh, and just an an amazing guy. I mean, I've known Bias, you've known Bias for a very yeah, very long time. I've known him since time. I was sixteen. Yeah, years I met old. him when I first started in radio. He was like one of the first label people to actually like you know, fuck with me that before I was really, you know, kind of bigger on the radio. Um, but unfortunately, you know, uh, Biza's light, you know, came to an end, uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, you know, he has a, he has a beautiful daughter that, that he was, uh, you know, that he was raising. So to kind of help out, you know, with, with bills and, and to make sure that she's going to be good moving forward. Um, I'm not sure who actually, actually like organized it big shout out to dj amen though because he's the first one that i think uh, i saw post it big shout out to him um but if you guys go to wordlife.com l y f e so w o r d l y f e.com um there's some cool merchandise on there i think i saw a hat a t-shirt um there was like a candle on there and all of the uh proceeds from this are going to go to uh Biza's daughter and his family to you know make sure that they're straight moving forward so again i hate to kind of no, bring this under all, a dark man. light Biza's but was family bro. he was and, and uh, r.i.p to buys one man yeah man r.i.p buys one man he was definitely uh a huge mentor to me i remember when i was uh when i was leaving power 106 and uh i had been approached by real 923 he was the first person that i consoled yeah like I literally, I I was like, bro, I need your advice. I don't know what to do here, this sure. and that. And he was like, bro, you got to do what's right for you. Yeah. And what's right for you, you got to go across the street right now. I'm like, word? And he was like, yes, trust me. And I did it. 
Best thing I ever did. And I think you're not alone on that. I think if you talk to anybody in the industry, I think everybody probably has a story similar to that yeah. of an interaction with buys. Um, and, you know, we were talking about Miguel earlier. I mean, he's the reason why I kind of got reconnected with him um, after Miguel and I had lost contact for a few years. But, um, you know, buys was just a solid guy and, and always there to, you know, kind of give you that hard advice that you needed that you didn't know that you needed. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, he told you what you needed to hear versus right. what you wanted. Absolutely. To hear. But, uh, he'll, he'll surely be missed, man. Absolutely, sure. man. RIP buys one. That's our brother right there. Uh, it's the hot box podcast, E-Rock box, Kev, every single Tuesday, we will upload a new episode wherever you consume podcasts. I promise you, man, you're going to have something new and, uh, maybe he'll make fun of me next week. I don't know. We'll see, you know, but.